0: This is Financial Detox, helping you retire with confidence. Featuring Jason Labrum, certified financial planner and founder of IDA Wealth, intelligence-driven advisors. For over 20 years, Jason has shown people how to steer clear of toxic advice, achieve financial peace of mind, and manage their wealth for maximum impact. Join Jason and co-host Alex Klingensmith as they simplify the complex, share industry secrets, and provide proven strategies designed to take you from financial insecurity to financial independence. This is Financial Detox. Mommy.
1: Hello and welcome to Financial Detox. It's Jason Labrum, your host in studio with Alex Klingon-Smith, the best co-host ever on the planet Earth for any radio show. Thanks, it is Financial man. Detox. You can get a hold of us at 877-707-8889. Once again, 877-707-8889. You can check us out at FinancialDetox.com. We are here to help you make better investment decisions, better life decisions, and find out your true purpose as it relates to finance and everything else. But I think today, Alex, we're going off the rails. I know. I'm scared. I'm scared. <laughs> A little scared. nervous. Alex Thank Alex you for that compliment,
2: nervous. by the way. That was really nice of you. But well, it's true. There's a lot of emotions going right now. It's uh, for everyone in the world, and so I think that's a, you know just to preface the show with that. Yeah, you know, <laughs> statement. I guess I'm a little bit hot.
1: <laughs> it's okay, I'm a little bit hot today. And I think that um, you know this this show is um, to educate, to empower people to make better financial decisions. Hence, financial detox. But we're also talking about like life detox today, and yeah. just and information consumption. What we're really talking today. Is it about government detoxification hmm. and media detoxification? And I think we can do a nice tie, Alex, back to finances and wealth management and how to preserve and grow your wealth by talking about government Detox. There's the title of the show today. It's the government. I'm heated too,
2: man. I woke up this morning and my wife had sent me a text. I fell, we, were, we fell asleep next to each other last night, but I fell asleep first because I was wiped out. We went down to La Jolla Shores and saw the bioluminescence. Oh. It was oh, incredible. Was it? was it? It's beautiful. Really, really cool. Lots oh. of other people have the same idea last night. And then this, <laughs> so I this, heard. this morning I woke up and she had sent me some articles she read before she fell asleep that knew uh, that some was going to come out today. Today we're recording on, on, on a Thursday right, right. now, right? Yeah. Today he's going to close the beaches again. They've only been open since like Monday for many Because
1: years. he's a pouty baby who uh, realized <laughs> that uh, it, that everybody went to the beach in OC and he maybe doesn't live near the beach in OC and so he's a jealous pouty baby and so now he's going to shut down the beaches. Here's my problem. I'm heated too though because right. of that, trust me. We, we as Americans live in a country that is free. That means we are free to do what we want as long as we do not injure and hurt other people or cause harm to other people or society in general. And so you cannot tell me to stay in my house if I am not afraid of getting the cold. And particularly when so much of the information that has been disseminated to us is false, inaccurate, manipulated. Hospitals are saying deaths are from COVID that are not from COVID. So the numbers are completely out of line. And incorrect um, because the hospitals are now and the healthcare system is getting more money to those hospitals that claim COVID death because of all the government stimulus, which is a whole nother problem, because we now are going to have something like twenty seven to twenty nine trillion dollars of debt of our country. There's no way to ever pay that debt off. And we are creating a a, what I think is, is a real problem. And we're doing it under all false pretense that this. Uh, sickness or this virus is so bad, but yet it's all false numbers. So it's not as bad as we think. And I'm okay with the cold. I know two or three p- uh, people who have personally had it. I know them very personally well. They are fine. They were fine. They are fine. And we know that some of the statistics starting to come out true, accurate statistics, facts about the testing for the antibodies. That Many, 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 many more people had it than we originally thought. And they never even knew they had it. They didn't experience symptoms. So this is a flipping joke. And if people are old or their health is compromised, they should be staying home. And we should do what we can to help those people. Mm-hmm. Think of the trillions of dollars we've spent on stimulus, unnecessary stimulus, because the shutdown was unnecessary. We could have had food delivered to those older people for the rest of their lives for absolutely a fraction of the cost that we've spent to continue to keep the economy afloat. What is this? Is this a government takeover? Is this a government? Uh, is, is, is this a slow socialization of the world? I think that so many people, unfortunately, would love that to happen but I for one am not going to allow it to if I can help it at all so that's our <laughs> um, right. that's the opening statement
2: that's the oh, well, that's a strong opening statement I think <laughs> let's let's tie it back to uh we're in wealth management that's our we're experts in that I would say or I would claim that at least I don't yes. know yes I think some people might
1: fairly claim some people might agree accurate yeah so
2: <laughs> so decisions around investing um at this time are are harder than ever because of all the emotionally charged decision making that's happening and so if, I mean if if you were to look at your account and your portfolio and be like, "Gosh, it's been like a crazy roller coaster since March 23rd, the most recent bottom, the bottom." Hopefully, yep, um, it's come roaring back. What decisions have have you made, you know, lately in your portfolio? We were talking before the show. This will be a fun. This will be a fun and interesting one, right? You know, do, do we ever trust China again? No. Why did we trust them before? We didn't, but we just went with it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess big big research companies, the evidence-based ones like DFA would say that there are there are returns to be captured in emerging markets, right? Right. So, emerging market is all the countries
1: emerging capitalist societies or emerging markets or are, are some aren't capitalist societies like China is a communist society that they have emerging economies. And China's one. China is, China is India, is one. India's on India's that list, is on that list and you have all kinds of small countries around the world that are on that list. And and as far as GDP or better yet, I'm sorry, capitalization, so where goods and services are being produced, China makes up about 13% of the emerging markets in general.
2: You know, when we were talking earlier and you said something about like, we don't trust them because they're communists and so we don't want to own them anymore. Um, It made me think back when we were talking, we went, we, we did a tour of dimensional funds. We like dimensional funds. We like a lot of mutual fund companies that align with our investment philosophy, exchange (laughs) traded funds, Right. Yeah. But I I remember them when we were on that trading floor in Santa Monica a few years ago and they said something, one of the traders was like, I asked them about what countries do you not buy stocks in? And they said Argentina was one because Argentina lost confidence a long time ago because they kept going bankrupt. Like I think it happened twice in 15 years. Didn't they
1: say Venezuela as well?
2: There were, yeah, yeah, Venezuela. So,
1: and, right. so these they are. won't buy companies domiciled in Venezuela because right. it's
2: corrupt. And so. That's right. And, yeah. and, and, and countries that don't follow accounting principles. I don't yep. know if it's gap accounting yep. or something like yep. that.
1: Yep. Well, we want to know. What do you think? <laughs> like, let us know. Send an email to jason at financialdetox.com. Do you want to own companies that are domiciled in a communist country where all of the information disseminated to individuals and to uh, shareholders of companies is controlled by the Communist Party who clearly lied and closed their inter- their internal airport operations through Wuhan. It's Financial Detox. I'm Jason Labrum with co-host Alex Klingensmith. We're here talking about government detox. Yes, it is Financial Detox, the show, but we're talking about it's time for a government detox. <laughs> gone on too the long. The <laughs> government has gone on too long with trying to shut down our lives and our freedoms and infringing upon our constitutional rights. Especially opening the beach and then closing four days later open a beach and closing it because too many people went and enjoyed it god forbid that people are actually enjoying the beach and and god forbid that people actually go back to work uh, and start being productive members of society while risking potentially getting a cold and if you're Well, it's not just
2: a cold, but yeah, I get your point.
1: Yeah, it's a cold um, because it's a virus. It's like the common cold, and it's a little more intense. But if you look at the numbers, I think the statistics are starting to show how it is not as intense as we think. Yes, there are people dying from it, and they're older. They have health issues. They have been compromised. So those people, we need to protect them. We need to allow them to stay home. We need them to take extra precautions. I'm all for it. I do not want to put anybody in harm's way but you can't shut down the world and take away my rights and freedoms as an individual because somebody who's 72 or 76 or 85 could potentially get sick. We just need to protect them. They need to stay home. Yeah. And we should bring them groceries. We should take care of them. A
2: lot of lessons, I think, could be followed from previous diseases that aren't even gone today, like cancer, for example. I mean, people that have low immune systems have to be more careful. They're getting educated and and there's resources available to them to to give them better nutrition, to give them better exercise. And so there's a lot of lessons, I think, that we're not following from previous experiences, which is kind of like why, right? Well, right.
1: And I mean, until so nobody should be able to drive a car okay until all car crashes have stopped we should not be able to drive a car Especially nobody should be able <laughs> to you cannot eat foods with sugar in them no more coke right and this was a one of my boys is doing a study on this a, a, a ban on coke that uh, julian or um bloomberg had tried to put in new york a ban on sodas over 16 ounces and it was such great bureaucracy at its best because you couldn't buy a soda over 16 ounces but yet you could buy two 16 ounce sodas <laughs> and it was only at certain places you couldn't buy them but other places you could go get a th- 32 ounce or go get a 64 ouncer. it's like prohibition <laughs> but right but so you're gonna say now people are consuming sugar they are getting fat our country has a problem with obesity but yet we haven't shut down why, why aren't we shutting down all food consumption until people stop getting fat I mean, this is crazy, right? You try and draw a parallel to this and there is no logic behind it whatsoever. So we're talking about government detox. We'll tie it to your money. Um, Alex said, we were
2: tying it to money in terms of like people are, I think a lot of client questions is is where I'm getting this from. I shouldn't speak so generally, but I get a lot of conversations as you do, Jason, about like, what are we doing? What is IDA intelligence driven advisors doing in our portfolios to, to weather the storm, to make decisions, thinking forward, because thinking forward is important. We've always, I've always found a lot of comfort in telling clients, you know, we were already ready for this we did stuff before this happened we did we it during were. we follow the same processes but you, you keep saying something recently you've been saying it more than than usual thematic uh, which Came means at, that yeah. thematic I think is kind of understanding or acknowledging that there will be changes in the future um, we don't know exactly what they will be and what they will look like but if a giant country like China blatantly lied which you yeah. can prove I think some people can prove yes. Um what does that mean for investors, right? Right.
1: And we had asked a question going out at the end of last show, and we want you to to please give us your thoughts on this. Just literally send an email, right to Jason at FinancialDetox.com. Do you now, given what's going on, are you willing to own companies domiciled in China? Do you want to own companies that are housed, that their headquarters is in a communist country that controls all the information its people receive so that it benefits the Communist Party. And don't forget, communism's desire is to take over the world. If you look at the mantra, if you look at the purpose, communism is to spread and take over and and control the world. So, Alex challenged me, rightfully so, at break. And you said, "I don't know that you, you you your words were Alex. What did you say? It was it was a very good." Oh,
2: I just I'm just careful what I what I say when I feel like, when I make a statement that I know something. I want I really want to know it yeah. first. Like I don't know that they spread the disease intentionally. Yeah. I don't know. And I don't know that. Either. I don't know but these I things. Think it's- I don't also don't know when you when you start to make decisions around investing. It's kind of like. ESG, emotionally, socially, you know, governments, that whole thing. So you, you're saying you don't want to own... Environmentally. There you go. Sorry. Um, <laughs> we are um, emotional today. Yeah. But you're going to own companies like Apple is a great example that, while not domiciled in the United States, does a ton of business in China, relies on China for their existence as a company. I own an iPhone. I know you don't like iPhones, but, yeah. you, you know, you have you have some Apple products probably. Maybe you don't. I don't know. Oh, we bought
1: iba logoed uh I AirPods
2: there we go so <laughs> so many people listening to the show have an apple product or two and it's a large company one of the biggest top 3 right they're doing business in china so they've made the decision why do to- they do business in china because it's cheaper, probably. Right.
1: Because they can maximize their profits. So they are willing to do business with a communist regime who controls its people, who limits liberties and freedoms of individuals, mm-hmm. but they're willing to do that for financial gain.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So do, do you want to participate in that? Do you want to own Apple? And, and I think that this is going to become a more prevalent theme more than we can even understand as we continue to get more facts and data about the mishandling of this virus out of China, about the intention of them shutting all domestic travel in and out of Wuhan when they knew they had a bad virus, but intentionally leaving open foreign travel to the to America and to other places in and out of Wuhan when they knew they had a virus that was potentially quite contagious and dangerous, they... They allowed that to happen, but it goes bigger. I mean, I started really thinking about this and talking to our investment committee about it is like, do we want to own, yeah, Apple doing business there, that's a problem, we would have to get crazy um to start making sure we don't own any companies that do any business with China. We're not saying whole, that, right. Yeah, now. we're not saying that. It's a whole nother level. But I think there is a real <laughs> basic stance we can take that says we're not going to own companies that are domiciled out of China because, They're manipulated. There's no way they're telling us the truth and the facts because it's a communist country that does everything it can do to support its regime with no moral relativism, with with all moral relativism, with no moral moral code or compass.
2: You also said something, though, that I liked a lot was that if there's a theme that— the United States will take back control over its yes. manufacturing and bring those kinds of jobs and that kind of investor opportunity back to this country. That is something that we can't ignore as investors. Like we, we if you see that coming because the decisions yes. that are being made okay. that are bigger, yeah. forget China for a minute. It yeah. could be any other country. Um, let's not pick on them, you know, completely only them. But they're well, I think we if can. jobs come back to manufacturing that's going to come back here, we would as investors then want to own those companies yes. that are then going to get capture that market share.
1: And in, a, in right? a global thematic play I I think it's fair to say, and again, we want your opinion on whether you want to own companies in China. Simply send an email to Jason at FinancialDetox.com. Tell us your opinion, please. But we want to know, um, do we want to own companies that are domiciled in China? that come from that regime and do we believe that there is a thematic play here technology is rapidly advancing right now and there's a lot of things going on technologically uh, fine fintech and and just Financial or or excuse me, healthcare technology, things are changing rapidly. Do we want to own that? But do we believe that manufacturing is going to come back to America? Is Made in America going to start to matter more than it did in the past? And is that going to be a theme that continues on for several years? I don't think there's any question about that. I also don't think there's any question that companies are going to start to look to, uh, they're going to look to Vietnam and they're going to look to Thailand and they're going to look to Mexico and other places where they can get the most competitive prices Pricing for manufacturing of goods and services that aren't in a communist society that are coming out of democracies. Uh, or at least attempted democracies where people vote for leaders and um, attempted democracies. Yeah, and I think we have to go to break. We have to go to break. I, <laughs> I think we have to go to break, but we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up here in a minute and bring all this together for you. And we're talking about how we how should you construct your portfolio and how should we detoxify our government or at least take our freedoms back so that we can build the portfolios that we want for our lives and so that we can live our lives the way we want to without direct, and strict control from our government. It's Financial Detox and today's show about government detox and your freedoms. We'll be right back. I'm Jason Labrum, the host 76 six uh, why do I keep saying seven no, 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 it's on the paper. Thanks,
0: 877 We'll be right back. Welcome back, it's financial detox.
1: Uh, We're going off the rails here today. Alex is running for governor. Open the oceans back up. Man,
2: come on. Coming
1: out. So Alex, do you think that it's right and fair that Governor Newsom is going to tell you and your family you cannot go to the public beach? You're not sick. I know you don't that have a temperature. No. You're not going to go hugging around, kissing and hugging people, or licking no. them, or breathing on them, or coughing on them. But you are not allowed to go surf. It at the pissed beach. me
2: off. The first thing I did was take my son and my brother surfing down at you know Moonlight Beach near. It's the only real access point anywhere near us, which is also kind of stupid. They opened the beaches, but they made one access point so the for twelve can, beaches, right? So people can you're funneled. Just, you're funneled, you're funneled in into as one, to spreading out. They closed Beacons it's, access. They closed Grandview they, All of Ponto's closed. So people are going. To moonlight, all pa- all packed in. We went and surf the first day it was open that evening, you know, and it was awesome. The next morning, I went back and you know took a digger yeah, and, you and, got a and nice smashed. Little,
1: you got a nice little uh, what do you call my, that road rash? It's it, it, <laughs> yeah. it's pretty
2: bad, but it was sand it, rash. It reminded me that I needed to respect the ocean again, but it was wonderful to be back. You know, we went and saw the bioluminescence in La Jolla last night, and then yeah, this morning I guess um, because of other counties, you know, Orange County, Ventura County being. Uh, you know, making the news for being too crowded. The governor up in Sacramento is going to say, we're going to close the entire coastline of all of California. But
1: how stupid is the logic? I mean, there is a point where we as intelligent human beings, when you put a bunch of us together in a room, yeah, And I'm not talking about us specifically, but a bunch of human beings and individuals together in a room. Doesn't matter if you're Democrat. Doesn't matter if you're Republican. Doesn't matter. We're a a, a quite intelligent species. When you put us all together and have have the collective knowledge of a team, we're quite intelligent. So, as a group of even listeners to our show. It does not make any logic and sense. It cannot make sense. And I think as a group of all of our listeners, if we put us in a room, we said, we're going to open the beaches, but only certain beaches, so that then people are going to flock to those beaches and be very crowded <laughs> yeah. in a time where we're trying to keep people spaced out. Wouldn't you open all the beaches and it's tell uh, people, yeah. keep your space? It's It'd be like trying to close the mountains. Like, is
2: Colorado going to close the mountains where people go? And they, that's where we're supposed to be getting outside, exercising, no, we're going to close all the mountains out. except one and right. have
1: everybody go to one mountain. I mean, this is just completely...
2: I don't understand.
1: Absurdity. It's insane. And that's what happens when you have the government making decisions and the few select people making decisions for the masses. Because the masses, the collective knowledge... Of us as a large group of human beings, we are very intelligent when you put our collective knowledge together, which is why America is the greatest country on the face of the earth. And in a very short time, we've created a standard of living and prosperity for so many individuals and freedoms that have never been known to the world before. And it's because we were using the collective knowledge and the allowing Constitution. people to be free. Yeah, the Constitution, Constitution is being
2: compromised right now, for it sure. It is being
1: compromised, and we should not put up with it. We should not stand for it. So, um, and, and I think we should also not stand for—here's a tie-in— A a bad portfolio. (laughs) You should not stand. No, I got it. You should not stand for financial advisory firms or wealth management firms or financial advisors who are giving you advice that is not in your best interest. Hmm. And unfortunately, the large majority of financial advisors giving advice today in this world, they do not have to do what is in your best interest. They just have to do what is, quote unquote, suitable so they have one great investment that is in your best interest, it's the lowest cost, it's best. They don't have to sell you that if they have another one that is, it's okay for you, it's suitable, but yet... That investment happens to pay them a little bit more. That's a
2: firm. scary time right now because people are making decisions yes. based off of fear and greed right now. Yeah. And so if you have an advisor who gets paid a commission for selling a product, and before their maybe firm the firm gets extra their,
1: money for it's not even the commission; it's even their firm getting yeah. paid to distribute products. Sorry.
2: No, it's okay because I think it's confusing. And what happens is maybe, maybe in previous conversations with your advisor, you know, maybe they weren't they weren't really bringing it up as strongly. And now all of a sudden, like you really need to buy this annuity, or you really need yeah. to buy this BDC, yeah. or you really need to go all the cash and buy these two things or whatever it is. is. And do now, it. and now you're more, you're more, mo- you're like, sure. Okay. Anything, anything to stop what's, you know, to protect me or to make it better or whatever, you know, your, your logic might not be as as sound as before. You crushed it right there, Alex. You've made the best tie in we
1: could ever make to this, right? Is when you're in a heightened state of emotion, like I am today, because I feel like my, my liberties and my freedoms are being taken away and they and are yours are being taken away. But this is a time where Advisors who don't have to act in your best interest could get you to make decisions that you would later regret. That was such a and they're not doing it because they're bad
2: people. They're no, not bad we're advisors, not they're but, they're, but they're conflicted and how they get compensated or something like that. Oftentimes,
1: right? the advisors don't even realize how big the conflict is because the conflict is at their firm. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily at the advisor. He's trying to do what's right for you, but he's getting disseminated certain products and certain information that then he turns around and he or she turns around and gives to their clients. And if it's under a suitability arrangement, they do not have to do what is in your best interest. So, so many advisors today are just saying, yeah, I'm a fiduciary because it's popular, but they're not. You have to look at their true structure. Are they in an RIA? Do they have a BD affiliation? Do they have any undisclosed compensation, them or their firm? So, I think now is the time to let's just raise our awareness about everything. Let's be smart and let's be critical about the information we consume and let's be critical about the government toxifying our our lives with the restriction of our freedom and let's be careful about our portfolios being toxified with advisors who aren't giving us fiduciary advice. And we want to help you. We'll, we want to hear from you, too. So give us a call at 877-707-8889. And on, as a closing, I want to thank one of our awesome sponsors, which is Real Water. If you haven't tried Real Water, you need to try it. Real Water. Go to realwater.com. And. Z customization, a company here in Carlsbad, who's helped us make masks for our clients and masks. So if you do want to keep yourself protected in that, and if you want to get back out in the public, put a mask on and let's get back out there. Thanks so much for listening to this financial detox. You can get a hold of us at 877-707-8889.
0: To learn more about financial detox and to get access to today's show notes, transcript and resources, visit financialdetox.com. Call Jason and the team at Intelligence Driven Advisors. If you're ready for financial detox and a better tomorrow, call 877-707-8889. Get answers to your questions. That's 877-707-8889. That's financialdetox.com for podcasts and information. And if you like what you've heard, be sure to hit the subscribe button. That way, you'll be notified about upcoming podcasts. You'll take one more step toward financial peace of mind. Mommy! This
3: content is provided for informational purposes only and should not be considered investment advice or recommendations to buy or sell any types of securities. Mr. Labrum and intelligence driven advisors are not responsible for the consequences of any decisions or actions taken as a result of information provided in this program and do not warrant or guarantee the accuracy or completeness of the information provided. The information discussed today reflects the views of Mr. Labrum and his guests as of the date of the show and are subject to change without notice. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. Any forward looking Statements or forecasts are based on assumptions, and actual results may vary from any such statements or forecasts. No reliance should be placed on any statements or forecasts when making an investment decision. Accordingly, listeners should not rely solely on information provided today in making any investment decisions. There is a risk of loss of investing in securities, including the risk of loss of principal. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk, and there can be no assurance that any specific investment will be profitable or suitable for particular investors, financial situation, or risk tolerance. Asset allocation and portfolio diversification cannot assure or guarantee better performance and cannot eliminate the risk of investment losses.